Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Good morning. Please stand for the call to worship. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise the Lord in the heights. Praise the Lord, all his angels. Praise the Lord, all his hosts. Praise the Lord, sun and moon. Praise the Lord, all shining stars. Praise the Lord, highest heavens and all the let them praise the name of the Lord, whose name alone is exalted, whose glory is above earth and heaven. God has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful ones, for the people of Israel who are near their God. Praise the Lord. The opening hymn is number 218, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear.
please join me in the opening prayer. Restore us, O Lord, we pray. Bring us back to that place where we once met as shepherds to the stable after hearing angels sing. Bring us back to that place when our love was fresh, not embarrassed to express itself in praise to our heavenly King. Restore us, O Lord, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning's reading is from 
Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20, and Mark chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and on peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. The Spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness, where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals, and angels took care of him. This is the word of God for the people of God. I saw a story on the news this week that gave an update on the condition of little Landon Hoffman. And in case you don't remember him, he was the five-year-old boy that was picked up by a stranger who was mad at someone else and thrown over the third-floor balcony of the Mall of America back in April. He fell 40 feet and suffered severe head trauma and broken bones. Since then, he's had over 15 medical procedures or surgeries but now he's back home and walking perfectly just seven months later. God is so good. Now what was significant to me in this story was what he said happened after he was thrown over the balcony. A family member is quoted in a USA Today report written by Joel Shannon as saying, he tells people all the time when they get hurt not to worry. I fell off a cliff, but angels caught me and Jesus loves me, so I'm okay, and you will be too. Isn't that sweet? For our series dealing with Mary and her unique perspective on the birth, life, and death of Jesus, we will be looking at the role of angels in the Christmas story today, as well as their role in Jesus' life, but also how angels might play a role in our lives as well. Now, I know how much most of us love the story of Jesus' birth, but the first question we have to ask is, do we really believe in angels? I think that most of us do, or at least want to. Stories like Little Landon's make us smile, and we see angels portrayed in art and pretty much wherever we see them as beautiful, peaceful beings, 
And just looking at them that way can give us some peace in just, just looking at them at times. Now, we often like to talk about our own guardian angels, or at least I do. I think I have more than one for various reasons. But I know it's a challenge in today's world to believe in beings that you can't see. They're mystical and often get classed in the same way as unicorns and dragons. Now, I'm not here to try to convince you one way or the other. I'll let the Holy Spirit do that in her own good time. But I'm definitely a firm believer in the heavenly host, which is another name for angels. And we'll speak today out of that conviction. Now, angels are visions of angels in disguise, are talked about around 300 times in the Bible. In the birth narrative, we see angels a lot. Joseph and Mary both get a visit from an angel. Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, gets a visit from an angel. The shepherds have one appear and then a whole host of them as they begin to sing. And each time we see an angel in this story, they have been sent by God as a messenger to share that God has something specific he wants them to do. Zechariah will have a son and name him John. Mary will have a child and name him Jesus. Joseph will take Mary as his wife. The shepherds will go and see the baby Messiah. As, you tell the sh as they tell the shepherds, they bring good news of great joy. But is that the whole truth? As you'll come to know about me, my answer to most questions like this is yes and no. Since we're focusing on Mary this Advent, let's look at the message she gets from Gabriel. And by the way, did you know that the angels we read about in the Bible are usually male if any gender is given at all? So it's pretty interesting why we always depict them as female in our art and drawings. Just a side note. All these angel sightings in this story are written as if they are normal occurrences, like nothing about their appearance is out of the ordinary. Now remember that Mary was living a pretty normal life, a small town life, when Gabriel came to her. Nothing out of the ordinary had happened in Nazareth. So I have to ask, even if your life isn't as ordinary as Mary's, what would your reaction be to seeing an angel, a very real angel, standing before you and wanting to have a chat? Think about that for a minute. Think about it as though you absolutely believe in angels and that they come from God. If we're honest, I think we'd be afraid. Which is funny, because the very first words out of the angels' mouths in every instance in this story are, do not be afraid. They were pretty sure that that would be the first reaction, so I guess they tried to head off that initial reaction of fear at the pass. Now, I'm sure her pulse was racing along with her overloaded brain as she pondered what was going on. Have you ever been afraid? I think we know how that feels. Heart beats out of control. Breathing gets a little harder. Maybe we sweat a little or we just want to turn and run. You know that fight or flight response. But the angel says, do not be afraid. Not sure how well that worked, but she did manage to stay and listen. Now, the shepherds also got a visit from an angel, and it started with only one who said, do not be afraid. And it definitely says they were afraid. As a matter of fact, it uses the word terrified. And then there was a multitude of angels, and they began to sing. 
Now, if you think one angel standing in front of us and talking to us like another person is scary, how scary would it be to see one floating in the sky talking to us and then see the sky filled with them? Jim, you can never cook dinner for us again. What kind of herbs did you put in that stew? But yet, it had to be magnificent, too. Sometimes the very thing that scares us is beautiful and amazing all at the same time. Because God was doing something powerful, something wonderful. God himself was becoming a human being, coming to earth to show us that we are not alone, that God is with us. Now, God had been with us all along, but now God is coming in a new way. God sent his angels with messages that were loud and clear, that couldn't be misinterpreted, so that those he had chosen to make this story come to life would understand exactly what he wanted them to do. Zechariah had doubts, but he still did what God asked him to do. The shepherds overcame their fears and took the time to see the magnificence of that moment. They ran to the place where Jesus laid in the manger and told Mary everything that had happened. She ponders all of this too. Now think about that. She got a visit from an angel. I'm sure Joseph told her about his visit from an angel, and now the shepherds are telling her about the angels. I'm sure it gave her comfort to know that God was not just working in and through her, but was working in and through others as well. God is with us, all of us, and he does whatever it takes to make sure that we know that, and that included sending his son to be born into the world through a virgin's womb by the power of the Holy Spirit and living among us to be the physical presence of God on the earth. Angels are messengers of God to remind us that we are not alone and that God is still working in the world, maybe even through you and me. Although there is more than one place in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection where we see angels, I chose to point out one of their other roles. Aside from being messengers, angels also watch out for us and minister to us. The passage in Mark is the very short version of Jesus' time in the wilderness. It simply says, And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. In the Gospel of Matthew, the angels are referenced in 4.11. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. Now, if you remember, one of the things Satan uses to tempt Jesus is telling him to throw himself off a building, quoting Psalm 91, 11, and 12, which says, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus refuses to do that, saying we should not put God to the test. The thing is, though, that Satan is right. I'm sure God would have sent his angels to catch him, kind of like little Landon. Now we can talk about testing God in this and why we shouldn't just throw ourselves off a building to see if that's true. We'll do that another time. 
But God does send his angels to watch over us and keep us. He definitely sent his angels to care for Jesus. And I have read many other stories of divine intervention at the hands of angels even today. Even if I can't really give you an explanation of why that seems to happen in some cases and not others. Now the other time they appear in Jesus' life are at the tomb at his resurrection. There they also have the task of giving great good news of great joy. One of the deepest statements of our faith echoes the words of angels at the tomb. He is not here. He is risen. In Luke's account, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there to hear that good news along with the other women. She had begun this journey with a message from an angel, had to watch him grow up, begin his ministry, perform miracles, and then be tortured and hung on a cross. And now she finishes this journey hearing the wonderful news from the angels that all the struggles were worth it. Even death could not keep God from fulfilling his promises that God was with her and would be with her forever. So remember when I asked if angels brought good news of great joy and said yes and no? First of all, I have to say yes. Even if we never get a visit or some sort of help from an angel that we can see, because honestly, I do believe they often do their work unnoticed. By reading this story, we can know that God is with us because Jesus came into the world and angels were all over that story. God sent them to give us the news, to make sure we got the message and to watch over the people who said yes to participating in God's plan to save the world. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, came into the world in an amazing way but through ordinary human beings, but because God sees us, loves us, and wanted to be with us to show us that love. So by reading about those angels all over the Bible, but especially in Jesus' life, we know that God does use them to watch over us and help us, most times in ways we can't see. But the no part, I have to say, that if we got a visit and a message from an angel, it might not seem like a very good thing, simply because when they have a message from God, there is probably something we need to do. And it's always something out of the ordinary, something that will be hard for us in some way. And that may not seem like good news for us. If God sends an angel to speak to us, you can count on that message changing your life. It changed Zechariah's life, Mary's life, Joseph's life, the shepherds' lives. And if we're honest, their visits to them have changed our lives. God's very presence with us can change our lives when we respond to his presence. Let Jesus into our hearts and let the Holy Spirit lead us. When we put our faith in Jesus Embrace the baby in the manger, just like Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds. It's as if those angels spoke to us, too. Well, they did, and they still are. Can you hear them? I bring you good news of great joy, and that's to you, to you, to you, to you, to me. 
is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. Mary believed the message of the angel, and I think she drew strength in knowing that they were with him, watching over him throughout his life. And when she saw them again at his resurrection, I'm sure it gave her great joy. Angels have been witnesses to key events in our faith, but have also been with us, messengers of God's love and care, watching over us and giving us that same good news of great joy. Can you hear the angels sing? They are singing the love of God over us. So this year, keep an eye out for the angels. Maybe they will appear in human form to give us a hand or to give us a word of peace and comfort just at the right time. Maybe they will catch you when you fall. Angels are all around us, reminding us of the presence and love of God. And when we share the good news of Jesus Christ, when we reach out in love to those in need, we walk with the angels, becoming messengers of God, reminding the world that God is with us and that we are not alone. When we see an angel, even one made by the little hands of a child as a Christmas craft, tell the story of the angels at Christmas and share that good news of great joy. God is with us. God loves us, and Christ came for us. Wink at your own angel from time to time, because there are angels among us. And no matter how hard life gets, they are there. And God sends them out of his great love for us to watch over us. So do not be afraid. We are not alone. God and the angels are with us to share the good news of great joy that, God, that Jesus came for us to save us and give us redemption and eternal life. That's good news. Amen. So go in the grace and peace and look for your angels this week. And then be an angel for someone else. Be a messenger of God with good news of great joy for this world that so much needs it. So earn your wings and go in the peace of Christ. Amen. Asbury United Methodist Church is a community of faith where all are welcome and can find the love of God. We're located on Mount Vernon Street in downtown Smyrna with worship at 8.30, 9.30, and 11. We invite you to join us. Please call the church at 302-653-8415 for more information, or you can find us on the web at asburysmyrnaumc.org. We're on Facebook, too. May God bless you with his love.